This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's a Mad Monday on the Fans First Network. Tim Benz here. Breakfast the Benz at Trib Live. Listen to Mark Monday through Friday on 105.9 The X3 until 6. You can catch him there and at Trib Live writing four times a week. Mark, lots to talk about when it comes to the world of football and the ripple effects on Sunday after the Steelers won on Thursday against Tennessee. We'll get to all that, but I got to start with a question a little bit out of the box. Have you ever seen a team as bad at any sport as the San Jose Sharks are at hockey? Uh, Is that what they were playing? Uh, That was a, a pretty bad display. So much so that I can't take anything away from it. The result was needed, necessary, and if they had lost, I don't know what would have happened, but uh, I think with most teams, that's where the coach gets fired. Not predicting that, but uh, I'm not ruling it out either. So at least they kicked that can down the road a little bit, but that is a really, really bad hockey team. The rough equivalency of the AHL team, and maybe not even an AHL team, yeah, I get why Eric Carlson wanted to leave so badly. Not even he could f- affect what's happening out there. It's that bad. I mean, 10 goals on back-to-back nights, I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, and they scored two goals, which for them is a, a, a bit of a rise in <laughs> output. They, they they had 10 goals in their first 10 games. That gave them 12 and 11. It's just it, it's a bad team. A lot of guys who don't belong in the league. And, and what I thought even was more discouraging from their point of view, Tim, 
they just rolled over and played dead. And like you said, they lost 10 goals on two consecutive games. You know, you have to play dead to be that bad, to concede that many tallies against. And uh, they had no problem doing that. No problem just being every bit as bad as we're talking about. Uh, back to your previous point, though, Mark, and I think it's a valid one to investigate further about the Penguins. You think that they are just so bad that there's not much you can attach positive to this game? It was just an NHL team beating an AHL team, essentially? Yeah, I mean, you know, you needed the two points, but beyond that, for me, it means nothing. I I thought it said a lot that Sid had only one point. Yeah, right? And, and didn't look bad, but looked kind of uninterested. Because Sid's never been a guy to just go out there looking for points. He got bored very quickly. Where do you see them overall, then, subtracting this game from the equation since it was such an anomaly? I don't know. I mean, I've not liked the way they played pretty much every game this season, except for that, uh, what was the score? I think 4-0 went over Colorado. Right. Other than that, I've just not liked them. And the biggest problem, like I've said many times, they just don't see themselves as they really are. They're old and they're slow, trying to play like they're young and they're fast. And they don't finish quite as much as they used to. The San Jose result notwithstanding, a little bit of a different curve to throw into the mix. But, you know, I look at these games that they had at home, Mark. They certainly are good at generating chances, but they don't finish like they used to. Yeah, I don't have the numbers in front of me, Tim, but their, their stats for finishing and expected goals and that stuff, the percentages are way down. I'm hard-pressed to say why. I mean... You wouldn't think it would drop that suddenly in a year. But, you know, Raquel doesn't have a goal yet. Didn't score in that that debacle against San Jose, that 10-2 game on Saturday night. Um, I don't want to say it's not a a good team because they should be able to still score. It's not a polished team. It's not a two-way team. It's not a 200-foot team. It's not a team that plays sound between the blue lines. But nonetheless, with the talent it has – and especially so often cheating on the offensive side of the puck, should be able to score. Aside from the Pens, Mark, who is the biggest disappointment in hockey? Is it Edmonton? And do you give them a little bit of a pass because uh, McDavid had been hurt? Well, you know, after 10, 12 games, I know you're supposed to judge a team after 10 or 15 games, and, you know, 10, 12, that's right in the ballpark there. Yeah, I guess you have to say Edmonton, but, when you say disappointed, what you mean? I mean, I don't think they're a team that's ever going to win the Stanley Cup the way they're run and with that two-superstar model, which, you know, has proven to not work. Although it worked here with Crosby and Malkin, but maybe maybe they're not Crosby and Malkin. Maybe they're, they're point collectors as opposed to, you know, Stanley Cup champions. I mean, obviously so. Uh, not, not so far anyway. So because I, I do like the talent on that team. But I just don't think it's going to win. That's why it's, it's to me, not disappointing. Mm-hmm. To gotcha. me, the most shocking thing is that Boston hasn't fallen apart. Well, that's where I was going to go next. I was going to ask you next, and this sounds weird because they were both successful last year in different ways. Boston in the regular season with the points record and Vegas winning the cup. Like, I'm surprised that Vegas appears to have not missed a beat at all, even though they lost some quality from last year, including Smith, who's been good for the Pens. And uh, Boston is the other team in the East. I, I can't believe that they've got 19 points. I thought they were due a dip this year. 
No, when they lost Bergeron and Krejci at center, I, I thought they didn't have to replace them or take a dive, and they didn't really replace them. Pavel Zaka is arguably their first center. They got that uh, Popsy kid yeah, uh, at center, the rookie who's doing real well, but uh, I just can't believe they're not better than they are. I mean, they're, 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 they're extremely not worse than they are. That They haven't – I thought they'd fall apart, Tim. I – I picked them in some place to not even make the playoffs. Well, I'm with you, Mark. I, I I thought they would make the playoffs, but I thought they might fall at least in the wild card pool, you know, and fall out of the top three in their division. I thought that was entirely possible. Not yet. I mean, usually, I don't know, if you start off good, start off bad, the loser point makes it tough to tumble too far or, or, uh, or climb too high. You know what I mean? That loser point, that – that really screws up the standings. You know, you need to be in a playoff spot at Thanksgiving for me to have a shot at realistically making the playoffs. I mean, you know, there are exceptions to that rule, but it's been borne out. Yeah, and it hasn't impacted the standings all too much yet. I, I guess there's a little bit of a lack of overtime games, but I mean... I look in the Atlantic, a bunch of teams have split points there. Like Tampa, for instance, is three loser points. So maybe they're being kept afloat by that. But, um, you know, even Boston, for instance, they have just one OT loss so far. Uh, they've won nine of 11 straight or in regulation. Uh, so they are humming along. How about the Metro? I mean, do you think that, that the Rangers are the best team or you're waiting for New Jersey or Carolina to ramp it up a little bit more? It's all kind of packed up top there. Well, New Jersey with Jack Hughes hurt. That's a killer. I mean, he was on an MVP pace. So, I mean, it's too early. I mean, I didn't like anybody in the Metro. I mean, Carolina, maybe some, but I don't think there's an exceptional team there, period. No, that's fair, and I'm I'm actually a little bit surprised that the Capitals are at 500. I thought they might tank completely. They will. I mean, they're no good. <laughs> uh, let's get to football then, Mark. It's been a while since the the Steelers played their game against the Titans. Uh, any residual thoughts on what happened on Thursday night? No, not really. Um, I mean, they played another team that's worse than them and beat them because they didn't make mistakes. The way they play, the approach, the never-taking risk, which is why George Pickens is deleting Steeler mentions on his Instagram and saying, what was it, free me? Is that what he posted, something like that? Yes. The offense has been dumbed on so badly that almost all risk has been taken out of it, which puts a guy like George Pickens, who might be their most dynamic weapon, on the pay-no-mind list. So that approach is going to let them beat bad teams, bummy teams like Tennessee. Probably be Green Bay, get the six and five. Going to be a bit tougher the two weeks after that at Cleveland and Cincinnati. And would be incredibly difficult if they play, you know, a real team in a playoff game, like a Kansas City or a or a or a Miami or you know the names, Tim. The teams that score a lot, the teams that against whom you have to score more and faster. I know we glossed Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool, A.B. Jr. and A.B. Jr. Jr. Uh, do we have to start going to Roman numerals now? Is George Pickens A.B.I.V. for A.B. 4? Well, I'm not going to do that just yet because in this case, Pickens is right. I mean, A.B. was never right. Claypool was never right. Juju was always just immature. Pickens is right here. For him to get two catches for minus one yard and to be 
only targeted five times in that game against Tennessee? That's ridiculous. Do you think that this is all coming back to your previous point about how conservative they're being and Pickett's reluctance to ever test the theory that Pickens is open even when he's not? Well, I mean, Pickens should have got his feet down and got a touchdown against Tennessee, too. Yeah. It's not like it's not like he's utterly blameless in that bad night. But uh, I don't know, Tim. I think, well, this is a strong statement. I think Pickett stinks. That's not a strong statement. He stinks. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Uh, and I think the Steelers might even know that now. And I think they just decided the way to squeak into the playoffs, barely, and uh, at the very least get 9-8 and eight, maintain that mean of a streak, is just to, to never turn the ball over. And I see people like Paul Zeiss, who, who I like, the Post-Gazette writer, wrote a column saying that the reason they – in the playoff line is because they manage the ball so well and, and never, you know, never turn it over. Well, maybe that's why they have no chance of winning a playoff game too, Tim. And, and they're no lock to make it is because they just, they just play it so mind-numbingly safe. And some might see that as a good thing. I see it as just, just taking pick, pickings out of the game and negating Pickens' best chance to improve because – if you're deathly scared of interceptions and don't take the accompanying risk, you're not going to learn what works and what doesn't and won't improve. Well, Mark, that takes us back to a conversation that we had a million times over in July and August, which was, you know, the Steelers, if they're going to open up their offense, are going to have to live with the occasional interception from Kenny Pickett. And to be honest with you, they're not even giving him a chance to throw the first interception in the first place on any day. Although, I guess I should couch that a bit because he has had four drop pick sixes. So there's that, too. Tim, what you like? The, the, the four drops on pick sixes, that's... That's amazing. That could change, that could change this conversation a lot. But I, I still do agree that the risk-taking is minimal by that offense, right? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, and the biggest difference between a risk-averse offense a year ago that managed to win seven of nine games is that they've also, until this past week against Tennessee, they've also been absent a run game. So at least last year they had the run game that was quasi-effective at the end of the year to offset the lack of risk. Until that Tennessee game, Mark, they haven't even had that to lean into, and that's why it's been so cosmetically unappealing to watch any of these games offensively. Well, at least they did have the run game against Tennessee with, with Warren averaging, what was it, eight yards a carry. Yeah. I think he had 88 yards total. Uh, Najee had 69. It's funny because after that, people said, well, Warren should be the number one back now for sure. You know, ignoring that Najee got 69 yards, albeit on more carries, but he still averaged nearly four and a half yards per try. And uh, it works because of the two of them because neither one's worn out. Less is more with both of them. That should be the case with Najee, but it appears like it is. And uh, they, they're different types of runners alternating. So I, 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 I had to laugh when, when they finally got it right and people wanted to change it. It's also kind of funny because I know at least one offensive lineman, Isaac Siamalu, said it was finally the first time we got to the point where we could create big runs because 
we were in sync with the running backs. It was the first time the mesh point happened where the blocks were taking place and the runners were at the hole at the right points. Um, so yeah, I think that underscores your point. Let's see what it looks like maybe after one week of it working. And like Siamalu said, we haven't had any positive tape to look at. We don't even know what it looks like. So now we have some positive tape to look at. Hey, maybe we can do this again for a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't think it's a very good football team, period. I think it's an offense that lives in its spheres. I think both running backs are mediocre. I think the receiving core, beyond the one guy, they pretty much marked out of the way they, they go after the offense. I just think the offense is a shambles. So I, I don't know. I like. I think we break it down too much. I think we credit too much the minute times it works. I think we ignore what they're not doing and what they never try to do. I just think it's an awful offense. I I hate to to, to, to look into the like I said the the success they do occasionally have when you know to me they're a bad five and three team. They're still not going to make the playoffs. They're still going to finish nine and eight, and all that will primarily be because the offense either isn't good enough, isn't allowed to be good enough, or both. But they're going to beat the Packers, get to 6-3, and three, and make it good for business for at least another couple weeks. Yeah, probably, but, I mean, don't you agree with me? I think they'll be 9-8. and eight. I'm not ready to rule them out of the playoffs because I don't know what else is going to happen in the AFC. Well, right, but if they make the playoffs, they'll get killed. Oh, they won't win a playoff you know, I, game. I, no. I, I just don't see what the gain is. I just don't see where the glory is in trying to tiptoe to the bare minimal level of achievement without taking the risk necessary to develop into a team that's worthy of more than that. We're taping, Mark, while that Bengals game is still going on, but what are you looking at from the North after this weekend? The Browns won uh, once again. Whenever the Ravens see an NFC team, they blow them out, especially at home. They won again and look good. Um, Are the Ravens... How close to the Chiefs are they, do you think? I don't think they are. I mean, I think they're a better team than I figured. I'm not sure to stay that way. Uh, I, I I like that their offense, unlike Pittsburgh's, does take risk, but still has an element of ground game and power to it. But uh, I, I don't think there's many good teams in the AFC, for that matter, in football at all. Uh, I think there's maybe four or five teams that could win the Super Bowl. I think the rest have almost no chance and uh, very little chance of beating those four or five teams that could win the Super Bowl, little chance of beating them in a playoff game. i, I got to be honest. I've never hated NFL football more. And the reason is, is because it's, it's omnipresent. We've talked about that in terms of the way it's you know presented, like on the ESPN you know daily shows, 8 a.m. till – 2 p.m., the, the six-hour block of nonstop yelling and mugging. Um, and there's too much fanboy stuff like Greenberg shows, the Jets show, Skip Bayless on Fox, his show is the Cowboys show. It just gets to you. But, but, but even worse is they had that 9 a.m. game, Kansas City, Miami from Germany. Yeah. First off, first off 9 a.m. from Germany. I don't get that at all. Why, why does that have to happen? So he had a game at 9 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 8.20 p.m., and then Monday night again. I'm sorry. I'm sick of that. I just don't care enough about that to have it jammed in my face constantly. 
Yeah, it's a lot, which is why, you know, I think that they're trying to populate the whole week. At some point, they'll figure out a way to populate the whole week. And, you know, there's always the theory that the NFL can never be too much. Well, they're, they're testing it. They're getting there. I mean, I, I'm... No, it, it, it is too much, except most of the drones out there just 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 don't realize they're sick of it. I, or maybe they're not. I don't know. I just hate it. And you're right. They'll expand it even more. They have the occasional Saturday game once college football's over. Uh, I think eventually you'll have a Friday night game, which will betray high school football, which they've informally sworn to never do, but I bet they do. You're right. I mean... I don't think you could play Tuesday and Wednesday, but I think every other day can and will be fair game and occupied. You mentioned college football. I've never watched as little college football as I have this year, uh, which I guess is thankful for Pitt because they continue to be awful. I mean, 11 penalties against Florida State. They were otherwise competitive against Florida State, but they can't get out of their own way. And there's a great mark for Narduzzi, most penalized team in the conference. Yeah, and the, and the doll who caught an 81-yard pass and got stripped at the one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they just do stuff that is so pit, don't they? Yeah, over and over and over again. Uh, real quick, Mark, what what do you think about the World Series? Did it just get a bad matchup? Or... I, didn't, I didn't watch one in it. Yeah, neither did I, uh, really. Not so much that they got a bad matchup. Well, maybe they did. I mean, you know, 90 wins versus 84-2. Teams without brand names that weren't at all sexy. Uh, but that's the product of too many layers of playoffs. And I've talked about this on the podcast before, on our Monday morning thing on Facebook Live. They just have added so many layers of playoffs that to make the World Series is no longer even remotely special. And it courts teams like these, 90 and, 90 and 84 wins making the World Series. It, you know, it used to be such a big deal to make the World Series. Now it's just whoever gets there. It's like any other playoff. Baseball used to not be like any other playoff, and now it is maybe worse. How was the deck hockey tournament, Mark? That's over, Tim. It was good at Marysville Sports Zone. Uh, uh, Bills from Belvern won the upper division, and uh, Sylvester's Cleaning, I think from New Ken, won the uh, the lower division. But a great time was had by all, Tim. And what was great about it is it was all day Sunday, and I didn't have to watch NFL football. I saw your buddy, our buddy, Joe Bartnick in Old Dads on Netflix. I heard him on your show last week. He's a strip club bouncer that gets the piss beat out of him. I've never heard of a strip club bouncer getting his, his backside kicked, though. That's pretty rough. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to hold that over Joe the next time he comes on. Yeah, no. I, I they, They've been undefeated in my experience, Jim. <laughs> I've never found the bad since the challenge one. Mark Madden, he's with us each and every week for Madden Monday. It's brought to you here on the Fans First Network. Trip Live, you can check us out, as well as Mark said, for the uh, unfiltered broadcast that hits the stream at 9.30 on Facebook Live on Monday mornings. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.